Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the most unhinged book club you will ever be a part of the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan. And we are back with another random recap episode for you guys. If you're new here, we are a book club. You're not lost. But like most book clubs, (laughs) we tend to talk about a million other things besides the book at hand. We self-processed. Self, we are. (laughs) I have no words tonight. Chaotic mood readers. And when we aren't reviewing our book club pick, we wanted to share the other shows, movies, podcasts, and books that we've been into lately. Otherwise, we'll go off on major tangents. And we still do that. That's True. that's where the unhinged True. part comes in. Mm-hmm. And that's because Fair. I'm the half that's baked. And then usually, I don't know which one of us goes off on the rails. I think I go off on more tangents, shorter tangents. But I then like yours ones. are the long ones, yep. but less often. Yeah, but yep. we both tangent. So it is what I get it, it is. from my mama. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm sure it's like, I get it from weed personally. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, what the heck have you been up to? I feel like we spent so much time talking before, and then I'm like, oh yeah, we're supposed to catch up. What have you been? Yeah. Um, this is like random, like it's not anything like whatever. But I did um a self tanner drops today, oh. and um the on my San- face the Sancho like the... the no 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 so our Isle of Paradise or whatever. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. No, I have the, I have the Isle of Paradise and then I, it's fine. It works and whatever, but I always feel like it's a little orange, even okay. like the light for me. So this company that I buy, like all my skincare from, it's like a buyer's club. It's called beauty pie. Mm-hmm. They made self tanning drops. Okay. Um, and so I trust them with like the way that they just kind of like buy really good formulas and put it under no labels. So I got theirs and I do really like it, but it was just like in my head, I didn't really think it through. And I just looked at myself in the mirror, like before coming here. And it's like, I have this like little tan going on in my face. And then I like held my hand up to my face. Oh, <laughs> it's like girl, tan, and then like pale. <laughs> okay. So, so like, that sent is it to my mom and everybody. And I was just like, I was like, well, for one, the tanner works. Like my face doesn't look orange. It looks tan. This is nice. However, <laughs> it's like those videos on TikTok of the girls that are doing like the dark makeup and they're not going past their neck. Like they're not blending it and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like you have this little tan, but it's like I'm pale as hell. So it's oh, like it's very, so very obvious. I really <laughs> need to just go get a spray. I really do because you and I are both like we're not into going to if nope. I was going on vacation maybe I'd get a little bit of a base tan just so I don't burn my ass off maybe yeah. like four or five minutes a couple times whatever but like and it's mostly about the wrinkles like I'm anti-botox for myself so like I really yeah. need to stay out of the sun yeah um as as the resident um American Cancer Society employee yeah, right let me just tell you don't go into tanning beds don't do it don't you can do go it. in a spray booth. Go, go get, get a spray. spray. It's fine. Yeah. But I went to the doctor because just like, you know, for overall health, 
like mm-hmm. I'm making an appointment they're like um you know what's it for and I'm like just like my physical and like my mental health because like I haven't yeah. been to the doctor in a long time yeah. um I was like yeah the medication I had it's not working like what can we do da, 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 da. and he's just talking and obviously we live in the fucking most cold dark depressing yeah. place mm-hmm. <laughs> mind you He's he's just never gonna hear this. Like he is such a nice guy. He's like around our age. This is like you hit an age where the doctor starts being your close age. to your age, yep. which is weird. Shocking. He's a fairly nice looking man. He's married. Um, whatever. Like I'm married, <laughs> but like my I was joking with her. I was like, I feel weird talking about my mental health with like this, you know, hot doctor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, weird. Yeah. But he's just so nice and he's so understanding. Like he's been my doctor, like removing moles for me while I'm pregnant, you know, like right, it's right. Not, a long time. But for yeah. some reason, talking about mental health feels more weird. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but he's yeah. just <laughs> the fact that like with a straight face was like, well, I was also going to say you need some vitamin D. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like well not like that I was like no like I understand because I held up my hand like yeah, yeah like I we know. get what I, you're saying right, right that we're also fuck. immature and <laughs> no I immediately held up my hand like yeah I know I, I need to go get a 10 I get it yeah, he's yeah, like no, yeah. no 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 like for like you know your mental health like you your mental health, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see like all you those like it, Instagram like names and it's so like hard. the doctor says I need vitamin D and it's like my husband coming in to give me vitamin D <laughs> it's like Oh my God. The hot doctor no. thing though was cracking me up because I feel like I'm so into book talk and stuff. And that's such a like, Oh, know, a trope. I'm sure. I I have a hot chiropractor who's like my age and it like, and it's fine. He's not weird or inappropriate right. or whatever. Like he's great. He's been my chiropractor for years, but like, I'll tell people like, if they're going to like to like go to him or whatever, like just to warn you, like he's attractive. And mm-hmm. it is kind of weird when you used to like an old you know <laughs> right. wrinkly man you know or woman doing it and then all of a sudden it's like someone your age that is like attractive you're like okay it's okay. mad weird no it's I my might doc- put it's mascara like, I it's my... on before I go <laughs> my boyfriend's like, listening Sorry. oh I still totally did not and then I was like I probably should have but I just was like it's not worth a face wash like it's not True. anyways True. it was just I mean, really funny like you need some the unhinged. and we're very like pale and obviously but well we, we gotta catch up <laughs> and what's yeah. going on is that we're pale as fuck and it's cold and it's march we're how many ways first many? week of march in buffalo everybody's pale days till spring Brain, I have no idea like three more weeks i usually say like may like first week of may derby time yes derby time the mint julep have you watched any shows yes so i haven't watched anything new i've just been watching i've been really and i sent this to you i've been really loving not dead yet yes and now i really want to watch it but yeah like five stars just a cute funny cozy heartwarming show love it um I caught up on Mandalorian season two so that I could watch the third season that just what's nice is there's only one episode the whole season didn't come out so that nobody told me oh well now now you know that I have to before I watch season three I have to watch the Boba Fett season because well, nobody we, told me and I don't whatever well listen so I turned on the first episode we were getting ready to watch it and it showed like 
previously something and it was scenes from things that were not in Mando and I was like what the hell is this and I looked it up and it was Mm. like in Boba Fett and I'm like oh so in Boba Fett the things are going to happen that lead to the beginning of the third season of Mando that aren't going to be like explained okay well I guess this is me talking about I watched the the first episode of season three so to be honest I I didn't feel lost I didn't watch the first episode I didn't realize that this fucking Boba season and I'll catch up Oh fuck! Well, yeah. I would, but I just don't see Mike like investing in a in a different show. Like, I'm shocked I got him into Mandalorian. Like, he's yeah. not into any other Star mm-hmm. Wars anything. Right. So, don't ask me why. It, Grogu, yeah. he's beloved. He's like you. Dolly Parton of like the space world. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves him. Yeah. So, what I'm hearing, and like, if you're not gonna watch. Boba and like you're just gonna go forward I mean, what maybe I'm I will I don't know is that I don't think that there's like spoilers or whatever but it's just like I guess you would the, probably understand it of the third episode and I stopped it because I was like I don't remember this mm-hmm. is like showing them back together after the second season they were apart and I guess in the season of Boba Fett is how they get back together and it like shows okay. Grogu's training from season two and like him making a choice to go back with Mando all that stuff is going to happen I guess in the Boba season mm. to get to the first episode of Mando three so Do I feel I'm like I'm missing that. something it's like a side adventure story <laughs> like we yeah, know he I was got like, back oh to God, where he is fucking Marvel right yeah so so that and the last thing I will say and I've said this 10,000 times but Grey's Anatomy <laughs> Meredith is off the show that it, the, the way that they sent her off was very disappointing. Like it just wasn't oh, really like, everybody else got like flashbacks and they showed they really were just like, well, Jesus, it'd be four hours if it Bye. was flashbacks. Like, it just wasn't really I felt like it could have been more. But anyways, this last episode, which she's not on, was um really great because I said like they're hitting like topics, like hot topics, hot button issues in the country, like especially with health. They're going, mm-hmm. they're hammering it in a lot of their episodes, which I love because I know a lot of people in red states watch the show. And so they had a mom that mm-hmm. um, she had two kids, like under three or whatever. She was pregnant. She came into the hospital because she was bleeding and thought that she was having like a miscarriage. And when they tell her like, nope, everything's like good. She just like gets this like look on her face and they're like, oh, like she wanted, she didn't want to have another Ugh. baby. Like she, you know, so it was like this whole yeah. thing. And um, I really, really love the- Because a lot of women thing. might be like villainized for feeling that way. Yes. And they, she talked about how she had really, really bad postpartum depression with her mm-hmm. first baby and her second baby. And she fought so hard to be here with her kids and mentally okay. And her husband's super supportive and all of this stuff. And like, she just cannot- do it again she doesn't want to do it she wants to be there for the kids that she has and her husband and whatever and they're all like absolutely like it was just really really good conversation about like there's so many reasons none of it's your business but like just showing some right, sides of the issue of that it's not just this black and white thing there's so much nuance to it and like I loved <laughs> that she talked about like postpartum because it, it is yeah. it's a huge factor if you have horrible postpartum depression like what what makes you think you're going to want to go through that again especially somebody who very like like the, this woman was like I've I would unalive myself like I can't I cannot do it and so they they do the procedure and the procedure they do it like on the thing they do it very 
minimally, very simply, like whatever. And it was, they got, I saw online that it had like <laughs> I mean, rave see, reviews. Like, oh, Twitter's going to be like, this is terrible. No, the, like I saw like a lot of like community people, like doctors too, saying like, thank you for showing like at this level. Cause I think she was like 11 weeks and they're like, mm-hmm. that it was this simple outpatient, you know, uncomfortable, but not this like crazy thing that people think it is like we can help. It doesn't, you right. It doesn't have to be any more yep. traumatic than it already yes. is. You know. Yeah. And all these people like respecting her and telling her like, you're a great mom, her husband, um, was like a truck driver. And so they, he was on the phone with her while they were doing the procedure. And he was just like telling her he loves her. And he's like very happy that she's okay. And like, it was just a really good episode. I love that they are doing this for as long as they're going to be on air. Like they're just like, they give zero fucks about. I know when you said like stuff going on, I was like, I had to think in my brain, I thought it was going like trans. Um, like, I bet um, you it will. I'm, I'm sure, sure it will. I'm sure it will. Cause they've covered a ton I'm sure they of have before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, and they have, they've done the, um, and I think he graduated, he went to a different hospital, but one of the main doctors for a long time was a trans man. Um, you know, so they, they've, they're definitely like covering things that are, I feel like very important to people right now. And it's just like, I've been watching the show for so long, but I love <laughs> that to me, like every episode is still worth watching. So shout out to Grace for still doing a good job. I know what I love. Like you are the only Grey's fan that I know out there. So <laughs> like you're actually probably not. Like I'm sure I've seen people post I'm about sure it people on write, Facebook. Like, and well, it's not the thing it wouldn't that people be are out talking there, about but anymore. I mean, There's so many other options. I mean, like personally, I don't know that many people. And I just like, it's so pure. And I love that for you is what I'm saying. Because yeah. yeah. I used to love like, it's just so wild when I remember that Grey's came out when Desperate Housewives. And I've said this before. Right? But like- it's fucking crazy to me. I made Mike rewatch the, like, not rewatch. I first time watch for me, 1000 time rewatch of the pilot of Desperate Housewives. So classic. And I always tell the story about how, like, a girl wrote in and wanted, like, Gabrielle's dress. Oh, yeah. Like, for yeah. her prom, and they sent it to her. Yes. Yes. And I just always loved that story. Like it had yep. grass from her cutting the lawn on it. It was just so yeah. fucking cute. I love that series. And I was always like kind of bitter. Like, I think I stopped watching Grey's because I was bitter that like Desperate Housewives ended. <laughs> I was like pissed. You're like justice um, for Desperate Housewives. Yeah. Oh my God. For real. Desperate Housewives jumped the I'm shocked. Wait, when we're talking about shows, uh, this I'm going to talk about what I watch. Yes, please. <laughs> Two things. The first, Daisy Jones and the Six. I was like sure that you were going to watch that. I know. It's the I first three. It like it's it. the first three episodes. And I really, really enjoy it as a show in the format of like the interview style. Mm. Much more than reading it. <laughs> like, okay. Reading it was hard for my eyeballs personally. Was it an interview style in the book? Yes, oh, like okay. most of so, the yeah. book, if not all of it, was like a Rolling Stones interview where it'd be oh. like somebody's initials. So it'd be like Daisy, oh, Jesus, quote, okay. this person, quote, you know, like mm. it, it, it just, it was good. It told the story, but you're like, yeah, okay, Jesus. Like it, sometimes it was a lot. So it works in good because they have like the people present day, what they look like, you know, with some grays in their hair. And they're interviewing like right now. 
mm-hmm. versus like going back to the 60s, like the 70s. Like, Got I, it. I just love I like it. That, that okay. time. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the trailers, like the costumes looked amazing. Like they just looked gorgeous. Well, like the first three episodes are basically like queuing you up. It's just giving you that, con- like, you know, the foundation of like mm-hmm. how these people know each other, how they met. Like how Daisy came to be with the six and how mm-hmm. they were kind of like forced. It's a music industry story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah. we need this sound and you're not making it. So we're putting this girl on it. And yeah, it's it's just really great. I saw somebody get this sick PR package from it from Amazon and I was oh. so did you see that? <laughs> no, but I just they yeah, got like a record player so and cool. Instax, like, um, wow. literally a trunk. It was a trunk, like yeah. a music thing. Like it was yeah. so sick. I'm like Amazon, just shitting money. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> now is the do you know this? Because I feel like I've seen this and I could be getting the names wrong. Is this girl the lead singer or the lead person? Is she? Um, is she Elvis's granddaughter? Oh God, she... you'll never. I'll, I have no idea. Okay, I'm just gonna look at it real quick because I just saw. If it is, of course she's doing great. Um, hmm. if she is, know... she's the one who's also in a legal battle, I believe, with like the estate, which is just sad. Let's see here. Like Priscilla, so Elvis is yes, what? so. So Riley Kia is the daughter of Lisa Marie Presley. Shut up. So she's the one who's literally, so she got left everything from her mom. Okay. Basically, Elvis' estate. It's hers. Yeah. (laughs) And also an amazing TV role. And Priscilla's like, no, some of that's mine. So like her grandma is like fighting her now in court. Which is like nuts sad like meanwhile should you guys yeah. be grieving like so sad right i mean grieving Anyways. her mother yeah so okay there's that I, thought I saw that and it was because i was curious if they were actually singing because i see like it's sam captain and stuff and so, mm. so somebody was like well of course like she's amazing look at the jeans this girl yeah. has and they said it's good i'm not like and i was like oh right i'm not she's dying not- for any of the lyrics or any of like right. there hasn't been some type of crazy standout performance you know obviously they brought the two together and they finally harmonized for the first time and it's that fire mm-hmm. and then it's like end of the third episode you gotta wait till next friday and you're you gotta like, gotta gotta so it was good. It left us hanging. Like Mike was like, I want to watch some more Daisy Jones. I'm like, yeah, sorry, yeah. it's not out yet. But my mom did the same thing. So <laughs> I did not watch it, but Dawn did. And she texted me and she was like, Is this only three episodes? And I'm like, no, one's gonna come out every Friday. She's like, That's stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's just the she put, wants they to put out everything and watch it. Put out times. three to get you like hooked. Yeah, for sure. Right away. But, yeah, it's the next thing I'm going to watch for sure. Okay, so on the totally other flip side of shows, yeah. I got into Ted Lasso. Yes! Now, Love do you here. like, do you watch, like, have you seen all of Ted Lasso? or? Like, I haven't you? seen, like, I think the most recent season. Okay. It's like I wrote like, Apple TV when two. I moved, but I watched the first two and I okay. I love it. I like. I know it's yeah. Not everybody. I does. like spite. Love it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so corny. Oh yes. Which it obviously yeah. owns that fact. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm just like annoyed that I like this. <laughs> Why am I annoyed <laughs> that I fucking like this? Like, and then I'm like, Haley is like my favorite character. 
I know, but I'm like, I don't know who I think is hotter, her oh or Ted God. Lasso. Like who or, you know, obviously, yeah. what's his name? Yeah. Um, I I know the whole thing is like Roy Kent. Yeah, Roy Kent. Yeah, Roy Kent Roy is, Ken. is I mean, cab. Duh. But yeah, it is. It is very corny, silly, whatever. I, I'm but like, it's I don't know if like, I love this has like a heart heartwarming little moments and I, I enjoyed it. Yes. I feel like it was too, like it was a quarantine watch. So I think that's okay. part of it too. It's like, it was something that was coming out like during COVID and it was like yeah. a feel good. See, I watched it totally outside of that. Oh, I could see. Yeah. So it felt good during quarantine. I see. I see. Yeah. Like it wasn't you know, like a sad or dramatic or like a it's scary how I feel show. about full house. Like it's corny. Why? And I'm like annoyed that I like it, but I do <laughs> like it. So, you know, just don't beat yourself up. Have kind self-talk. It's okay that you like Ted Lasso. Yeah. I think there's like the contrarian in me who like is wants to be like, that show's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I actually love it. So there's my confession. That's really funny. Did you watch any movies? I did. Um, I watched the um Reese Witherspoon Ashton Kutcher movie on Netflix the Your Place or Mine mm. um the rom-com mm-hmm. they're they're besties and they um she like needs to go I started to, watching like, a and conference yeah mm-hmm. and so then like they switch and whatever and switch she, places yeah. yeah she meets Jesse Williams <laughs> <which> I'm like <laughs> oh my gosh um it was cute like it's it's a cute silly rom-com I love Reese Witherspoon like I feel like Ashton Kutcher is really good also in the roles that he plays in in these like right I don't I don't well Reese I will say like I can like I like her and if she's in a serious role I can't imagine like Ashton in a serious role but I thought it was trying to think if I've ever seen him in a yeah um Steve Jobs I I think he did good in that I think he did really good in it, actually. I don't I know if I watched it's it. It's called Steve Jobs. I think it's just called jo- Jobs. Mm. Jobs. I don't know. I might have, but I don't honestly know if I did. You need to go watch Jobs. Yeah, but um, but I liked it. I thought it was cute. I loved, you know, the way that all, it all went. So that was adorable. And then, like, a flip side yeah. of a real feel-good movie, um, I watched She Said, finally. Okay. Um, Which was the Harvey Weinstein um expose that the times did okay and it so it was these two female reporters who um the one reporter broke a story trying to think of what the original thing was that they broke but they broke some sort of um harassment in the workplace and that that led them to tell a larger story and in doing that somebody said well just so fyi like it's rampant in hollywood and then this Mm -hmm. one woman just starts kind of going down the rabbit hole of oh wow there's like all of these women who were like in here and they were up and coming whatever and then they're gone and like she's just bit by bit like going through and being like why was there this person and they're gone and like people won't talk to her and it's, it's like blacklisted it's, yes and it's like they're you know so then she's got another woman who teams up with her and they are they're like you know going door to door showing up at people's houses like trying to have these conversations people are calling them like yeah the blackmail the payouts and it's kind of one of those things that like he gets 
you know, cause everybody like obviously knows like the Harvey Weinstein, like ultimately like is in prison and it's kind of one we of got those a second sentence just recently. Yeah. It's kind of like those things that it's like, they get them on the, like, um, you know, like the mob, you know, they don't get him on the murders. They got him on the tax evasion. Like right, right, right. they get him in like the payouts and the NDAs and like right. that kind of stuff versus like, I mean, I think he did, did actually, you know, get, um, get charged with rape and assault and stuff. But I think originally Eventually, what, right, what right, right. prompts this and what makes people step forward is where they can clearly see that, that basically there's one woman who was, um, like an assistant or whatever in the day. And she's, you know, she's attacked, she's assaulted. And because of she runs out basically and like leaves that world and never looks back. Like she just like runs out of the whole time and never shows up again. Mm-hmm. She never signs an NDA. Like they never think about her. They don't do whatever. And she just lives her normal life. Right. And the reporters are the ones that find her. And it's like, this woman is allowed to tell her story because there's never been anything signed or whatever about her. And so then her doing it gets, and I did love too, because I didn't know this, but like people like Ashley Judd, who are famous actresses mm-hmm. that had made these accusations, um, but they hadn't said who, like Ashley Judd had been at the time saying that, you know, this very blah, blah, blah person and talking about sexual assault and standing up, but she had never named him. Gwyneth right. Paltrow did the same thing. Um and it was like still afraid of him yeah Yeah. and so then when they're talking they finally get and I love that they had the actual you know they actually Judd was in the movie Mm -hmm. and playing herself and when they finally convince her well if you if she goes on the record this big Hollywood famous person right that these other people who are just living their normal lives they feel like yes so there's this like great line where they say like these women aren't going to tell their stories unless they all jump together and so then like this this person that had no nda jumps and then ashley judd and then it like this whole thing and it was just really good like the way that i think that they told it that they showed like you know whatever the difference it's so disheartening like going from girl to girl to girl and like oh i won't talk i won't talk yeah uh, yeah but i won't talk until mm-hmm. it was like you finally get that per- that domino that you finally yeah oh over. and you, you had women that were you yeah. know like this one woman called one of the girls that they were trying to get and she's like have you talked to anybody and she's like no and she's like great because wasn't it like great back in the day like she's like a women against woman kind of situation mm. and they're yeah, like gross that attitude made the girl forward she's like yeah. mm, okay well now i am gonna talk because you're trying to silence me um yeah so it's i mean it's obviously it's like difficult to to like see and talk about but i feel like they did it really well you know and it's great mm-hmm. at the end when you see that like obviously it's awful what's happened to all of these people in this whole fucking system that they bring down but that like he actually got held accountable for his actions and and then some right they keep coming they keep piling up like this motherfucker hopefully is going to be in jail for the rest of his life because he's old <laughs> and oh, and yeah. and in that other people are exposed as well who right. you know who enabled him and stuff so you know it, it's not for naught and it protects people in the future right like that story made so much come forward with the me too movement and you know all of these things that have come into workplaces and and been talked about that weren't before but because women in hollywood who are these big famous wealthy people that you think 
are untouchable are saying this happened to me then like if it can happen it to them, takes it, can it affecting to the one percent <laughs> right us. like I right mean, that's like if this was well, we're like ashley judd like this right. famous you know beautiful blah 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 millionaire and like if she can't stand up and get you know whatever then like what hope does this librarian have like it was mm-hmm. i thought it was really good <laughs> like speaking of the one percent i watched the hunger games that's the movie i watched <laughs> I have no idea why you're like that's a weird comfort watch well Mike's never seen it and I was like you know what we got to fix this we need to remedy this situation and you need to watch it and then my heart broke again with Rue and Mm -hmm. I was just like oh fucking President Snow and just like it's really reminds me of the actual world today it's like you have this all these third world countries starving and you have the one percent throwing up so they can eat more you know what i mean like Ugh, it was just such a sickening part cool part yeah Cinna, i love Cinna. yeah but anyways podcast because we're like going on and on i i listened to a few I'll just like okay. rapid fire them yeah we can do hard things with jeanette mccurdy she's if you know Jeanette McCurdy, she wrote, I'm glad my mom died. The memoir, Nickelodeon star, amazing, amazing interview, really good interview. You, if you don't feel like reading the book. Um, okay. And that's with what Glennon Doyle. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. It was I the Glennon Doyle. We can podcast. do hard things. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. It was really, really good. And then sounds like a call. I've talked about this podcast before. It's good, but it does give me anxiety. So I only listen to it once in a while. And my friend sent me it's like she heard about it from me and then she's sending it to me yeah i love that um the cult of beauty pageants and i was like <laughs> well this is interesting right and I, I said to you recently like i wonder did i really want to do beauty pageants or did i just want to do drag and they kind of like compared it they're like it's kind of like drag but like in earnest yeah <laughs> just laughed and i'm that like it's funny oh my god yeah um and then i continue to listen to the Akatar recap from last podcast network it's so funny and I'm like Ooh, do I read it or do I listen but like yeah so tempting when there's a new episode are they doing book by book or chapter by chapter how are they doing so it? the first three episodes are like book one okay and they tell you in there but I was just listening so I wasn't reading and then I the last episode that I had listened to, it's like, please read to the end of book one gotcha. before okay, the next cool. episode. So I'm like, oh, do I just like fly through it? And I was like, no, instead of flying through it, I decided to start Crescent City too. So that's okay. what I'm reading right now. Oh, along, with, along with our current book, I just started that and I'm oh, flying through it. Yeah. It's really, you did a really good pick. Now I'm like okay, cool. pressured. Because <laughs> um, I'm like, I, I haven't even thought about what book I need to do some research. Yeah. Okay, I have it. thought about the book, but I'm like, is this the yeah. one? Anyways, that's it. what I'm reading. Give me, what are you reading? So, um, I actually have not read a ton. I've been like on some audiobooks that have like start and stop, start and stop. So I haven't finished mm-hmm. them. So I'll talk about them when I finish them. But okay. um, I read Her Greatest Mistake, which someone I saw on TikTok is like a hockey romance. Okay. And that people were doing the like, you know, the like dance moms and they do the pyramid. 
Oh right? yeah. Somebody was like doing like hockey romances and this was their top one and it was on okay. KU. So it's like, okay, because it's like a joke because my boyfriend plays hockey. Um, so okay. I was like, all right, I'll like listen to this, whatever, because yeah. I really loved Icebreaker this year. So I was like, yeah, okay, I, I like this. I used to like that movie from like the eighties or something like going for gold. Okay. But the, they put the hockey (laughs) player and the figure skater together to do the Olympics. Like it's a whole, okay. I don't remember, but I've probably seen it. If it has figure skating, I was obsessed in the nineties. Okay. Yeah. You've probably Michelle Kwan here's looking at you. I had a matching necklace. Like for real, exactly. I like it, so I, I love a figure you. skating. Got it yeah. at the Scholastic Book Fair, might I add? Yeah, I like that. But so this was not I a wanted. figure skating romance. It it was just a hockey just player, hockey. but um, but it was cute. It was was like um the dad or, or this hockey player. It's like her. He's like in love with his best friend. Her dad becomes the agent. The agent screws him over, and so like they their friendship ends. Blah 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 blah. Okay. And then he like ends up in like a terrible situation, basically against her father later in life. And so his like PR company is like, well, if you fake date her, then you know it'll look it'll look like the dad's just lying. And da 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 da. And mm. she feels so bad for what her father did so long ago. They haven't spoken. She's like, yep, sure, I'll fake date you to help you. Blah blah blah. <laughs> fake dating they were in love at one point like you know how it's gonna go Um, but it was really cute she's like a vet she has an animal rescue they get the hockey players to like do a little calendar to save the dog oh i love it it was adorable (laughs) i love Um, that and then the flip side of that was i read chaotically last night um this book twisted which is part of emily mcintyre's like villain series Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is the the most available, like recent one. So there's another one coming, I think like later in the year, but like, this is the newest one that came out this year and it's Jafar Jasmine situation. Now they don't have those names. They're very, they're different names. They might sound similar, it's, but they're yeah. different. Um, And it's always like modern, whatever. So it was like <laughs> that her father has right. um a different, you know, he's got jewels or whatever. I don't know. It's. I, Desperate Measures is also a Jafar Jasmine. That's why I said you should read oh, it. And I have okay. it for you. So, And it's number right. one, so you won't get confused. There we Quick, go. 210 pages. But I would totally suggest you guys reading The Lies We Tell by Julie Clark because that is our next book pick. Dylan's Choice, very good choice. I'm like a third of the way through and it's super good. I didn't want to put it down to like start podcasting. So Love it. Can't wait. But thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. We can't wait. But until then, read books. It's weird weird out there. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Halfbake Book Club. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Halfbake Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakebookclub.com.